0: Welcome back, everybody, to another Eats Beat podcast, the most delicious podcast in the Metroplex. Bud Kennedy. Hello, Rick Press. Mr. Eats Beat, there is a lot of activity going on. This is the first full week of a football series, but actually it's more going on in the restaurant world. You
1: know, everybody said, you know, we're going to be open by football season. We want to have this restaurant open Mm -hmm. by football season. So now here they all are. I mean, we're everywhere from little places. I think Tommy's Burgers over by T.C. will be opening before the end of the month. We'll have Burger Grill, Sports Grills, and then we have a couple of big places downtown.
0: Well, I said... And DFW.com this week, there are four seasons in Dallas-Fort Worth, spring, winter, summer, and football.
1: I, or I, I think the way i always heard it was that there were only two seasons, <laughs> football and spring training. Well, we don't
0: have fall. We just have football season. <laughs> that's we, right. And that's the way I like it.
1: When I, you know, downtown... Uh, this week first of all you know for those of you who've been to Grace Grace uh, Adam Jones runs Grace it's a high dollar restaurant but it has this long history down here Adam was uh, uh, ran a uh, pizza and pasta restaurant, or not pizza, but a, pa- a Italian restaurant, up in Sundance for mm-hmm. uh, for several years, and then he was hired as the first manager for the grand opening at Del Friscos, and was there for more than ten years. Then he broke away with his own investors and in opened Grace, which is has good steaks, but also has some other uh, fine dining. Well, now Adam is taking a step back into the casual market, and he's just opened his new casual dining restaurant, Little Red Wasp. Little Red Wasp is uh, strategically located in the <laughs> middle of the beef yes, it block is. downtown. Right. It's squarely between Del Frisco's and Capitol Grill. Right. So if you walk into either Del Frisco's or Capitol Grill and get sticker shock at the menu and, like, bounce back out the door and say, all I've got is 10 bucks," you can get a great hamburger at Little Red Wasp for 10 bucks.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that end of Main Street, though, is becoming quite the hive of activity.
1: Yeah, well, you have Ruth's Chris across the street, and the wasps don't have hive.
0: Regularly. Oh, you know, and Bud, just you know, go with just, it, all right?
1: Just go with it. Just, just forget all It's that. across the
0: street from Grace, though, right? So you can yeah. kind of sit on the patio at Grace and wave to your friends over a little red. No, wasp. no, I
1: know. well, it's across the street from Ruth's Chris. Red, red, uh, Grace is, Rick, Rick, well, but Rick, they're Rick, on opposite Rick, Rick. they're you know, on opposite sides of the street. We need to walk out Main Street, and let me let me walk this <laughs> with you here. You got the Ashton. Grace is kind a of corner from the Ashton, right? And then you go a couple of blocks down, and you have like the Beef Block between Seventh and Eighth. Oh, okay. And then you have like Dells and Ruth and 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 Capitol Grill. And Red Wasp is in the middle of all that. And Red Wasp is it? It's your all-purpose restaurant. It's open lunch, dinner, late night. It has sandwiches, salads, cocktails. And if you've been, in, and here's the kicker if you've been to a Del Frisco's Grill, mm-hmm. which is that company's new step back into casual bar and kitchen dining, then Little Red Wasp hits that same market where you go and you spend $15 for an entree and you have a, a great dinner and a great drink and you don't wind up paying the prime steakhouse price, but you still have the quality and you still have the fun. The reason I bring up Del Frisco's Grill is because Del Frisco's Grill will open next month right down at the south end uh, down at the north end of the street in sundance square the, the del frisco's grill will open uh, by the bass hall and so when the new sundance restaurants open there'll be a taco diner and del frisco's grill and a great big new elaborate starbucks but the the uh, del frisco's grill will will um have be in that same market and then eventually we'll have uh bird up there which is the the new uh, shannon mcmillan shannon win mcmillan restaurant mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be similar to Meddlesome Moth in Dallas, except it'll it'll be a wine uh, wine version of Meddlesome Moth. But it's So well, we have a lot of new restaurants, but this weekend, the Little Red Wasp is open, and the other opening, Max's Wine Dive, in So 7.
0: I was just going to say, we're seeing a, a shift of power back to downtown, and a lot more energy going on with openings downtown. Of course, uh, all, all the attention has been over on West 7th for a long time.
1: Starting now, we're going to have six seven eight months of energy downtown mm-hmm. with Seventh street op- with main street openings with the sundance square openings and then with the final four espn headquarters in sundance square again next year so we'll have a lot of buzz once again around downtown max is on so seven is uh, a block. Off, it's a half block off Seventh, behind Chewy's. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's next to Barcady over there. Max's is a chain from Houston, and it was started by an airline pilot for United who said that he loved going to places and he wanted some place that was as comfortable and casual as an old bar dive, but had wine instead. And mm-hmm. so it, he calls it a wine dive. It's known for brunch, and you go have fried chicken on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and they have fried chicken and burgers. That sounds and good. They have simple food, a simple menu, and a lot of wines. So that's also open on 7th Max's Wine Dive.
0: I'm feeling a little overwhelmed because I feel like I have to go try a lot of these places. You being my, the expert, my belt is
1: overworked.
0: <laughs> you being the expert, though, I want to ask you a question about sort of a, a business strategy. What is the business strategy of opening, you know, you own one place and you open another place a block or two away? And obviously Del Frisco's is doing that with Del Frisco's Grill. Grace is doing it with Little Red Wasp. You know, to the person who might not know and they say well like like me would say well why would you want to open two places so close together aren't you sort of cannibalizing your own business
1: well I, they're not so close together and basically what they're doing is you know, what's known in the restaurant business is stalking you go see mm-hmm. where your competitor is and you open something next door and try to 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 have some business, you know, come over there. And even if you have another place, you know, I, I Grace and, and Red Wasp are in two very different markets. You know, one's uh, one's a $45, $50, 60 dinner, and one's a $25 dinner. You know, and Del Frisco's and Del Frisco's Grill the same way. Del Frisco's Grill hits all the people who want to have a, a great dinner but, you know, didn't want to go spend the, the expensive meal. And it's up at Sundance, too. Sundance will be busy. Both, both of the restaurants are are. You know, staking territory in the in the other end of downtown.
0: Right, but I mean, even in my perfect world where I'm sitting on a pile of cash and I could go to Del Frisco's or Grace any night that I wanted to, well, if Del Frisco's Grill, no, no, this isn't my dream world where I'm I'm sitting on a pile of cash. That
1: makes a big bucks, I tell you
0: what. (laughs) But if Del Frisco's Grill is is good on its own, and it's not you know, and it's half the price of going to Del Frisco's, why wouldn't I go to Del Frisco's Grill?
1: That is a great question for the prime steakhouses. And I, I, in Dallas, the thing is, Del Frisco's Grill has been open a couple of years in Dallas. It does booming business, and there's been no drop-off of business at the prime steakhouses. The prime steakhouses still have their, their niche in their markets.
0: So side. they're both still doing well. They're and
1: both still <coughs> doing really well, and it just depends on the market. I, frankly, Del Frisco's Grill, I think, uh, appeals more to a younger crowd there are not a lot of under 40s or 50s in del Friscos, mm-hmm. and and but in del frisco's grill you see a lot of younger people who are having you know, you can go to a little red wasp and have a great new york strip just like you would at grace or del frisco's but it, it's a more of a contemporary scene and more of, of an upbeat scene
0: well and if you don't have that pile of cash you need, but you aspire to eat at del frisco's you could go to del frisco's grill for a little while until you earn a little more money right
1: well yeah and, you know we, we're going to get into a big entrepreneurial speech about, you know, you need to, like, move up and start your own business and become part of the American dream and, you know, we, uh, we could go off on all that kick, but I thought start we were going to talk cue, about pizza. Cue the music. <laughs> yeah. <I> mean,
0: pizza? <laughs> now, that is fits my budget a little bit more. Pizza, because, you know, you say these places are affordable, but, you know, Bud, you're driving around in the big car. You've got lots of money. Not me. It's I mean, a really old big car. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I work at the Start Telegram and DFW.com. No, uh, but, you know, even these places that are more affordable, they're not cheap and they are
1: not in the cc's range dude
0: no they are not a five dollar lunch is what we're saying so you know they're casual which is great you know we were talking about pacific table that's another place yeah. it's you know it's casual it's not a forty dollar uh, uh plate entree yeah but it's twenty dollars or, or twenty five dollars so yeah. that's still beyond the reach of a lot of people and so Let's talk about pizza, which is not.
1: Right. And and tell me about Zoli's. Zoli's is the new New York. You're going to have to educate me. We're going to do a whole podcast on pizza another Friday soon because you need to educate me about New York pizza. And and I know about Chicago pizza. I think I know New York pizza, but you're going to have to teach me about
0: it. And, yes, I'm, I'm a New York pizza guy. I grew up eating that and... You know, I I found that I, my pizza that I get at uh, Joe's, my neighborhood Joe's, is a very good facsimile of New York style pizza. So I'm a little, you know, I, I can't wait to try Zoli's, but at the same time, I, you know, if it's not that much better than my neighborhood Joe's and it costs double the price, then I don't know why I would go there.
1: And we should tell everybody because there's no like captioning on the podcast that Zoli's is now open in Dallas in the Bishop Arts on right on uh, from uh,
0: from uh, the the owner of. Canterosso. From the
1: owner of the Sainted Conoroso that will be opening. In but Fort it, Worth. In Fort Worth, Conoroso will be opening on Magnolia. But then if you like the pizza and pasta, Tony's is going to open. Tony's is at mm. Jennings in, in Pennsylvania. And, you know, I mean, Tony was one of the first first pizza and pasta guys 20 years ago. I think
0: Tony's sounds like it's for me. I, I can hear <laughs> the music from little uh, Lay in the Tramp and, <laughs> uh, you know, have some spaghetti and, you know— uh, maybe a ten dollar pie that's well, all i want to spend it was
1: interesting right away when we had the big to-do about conoroso you know being just planning to open on magnolia and the old ryan's it was like tony right away started putting on facebook and he said hey tony's coming to jennings you know it's like you know come to tony's it's like well it's
0: i mean i love the competition i love all the different choices and, and the different styles of pizza and so i don't i I am taking a cue from some of our readers who, and this is my attempt to work burgers into every podcast, you know, there's a lot of criticism from from some of our more uh, traditional readers who say, well, that's not a burger over at Rodeo Goat or Hop it's just, You know, if you don't serve just a straight-up cheeseburger, it's not. I, I spoke to a guy on the phone for quite a while last time. He was giving me a, an earful about it. And I'm yeah. like, well, I'm trying to explain that you have to open your mind to different Options yeah, the, for hamburgers. The
1: new rodeo goat special is a is a bison and wild boar burger with quail eggs on it. <laughs> it's like I never got that at Whataburger.
0: Exactly, but you know. W- the thing we admired about all of that during the burger battle was was the experimentation, the pushing the boundaries. And I need to open my mind about what pizza is and, and be able to see that, you know, it's not just New York-style pizza. Uh, and so I'm going to make that a, a pledge for this upcoming uh, year.
1: Well, if you want to uh, listen the next time we do a pizza podcast, like if you want to do homework in between. I will. You know, uh, Times 10 Sellers does serve uh, uh, Conor uh, serves at times 10 Sellers on thursdays. thursdays friday nights thursdays. i've had i've had it yeah and so you can go and try it it's a thin crust uh you know oven pizza of our dreams and then you can compare the what are we some other things to compare?
0: well i've, I've had have had Conaroso, i've had uh fireside pies i prefer fireside pies of the two yeah um but there's a, a bunch of other places that i think taverna what else taverna you? um well i i mean i I, like I said, I, I tend to gravitate toward the New York-style pizza, and so I've got okay. to get out there and try. So I will do my homework so that next time maybe we'll do the podcast from Zoli's and and we'll try it.
1: Okay, and then it's football season, so you've got like a football story for us?
0: Well, we we got the chance thanks to Bud's connections. He knows everybody. He gave a—you know, give a— a quick text to Tim Love and said, hey, we want to check out your uh, your tailgating truck. Which Tim's a busy guy. He's got a restaurant. To he rebuild. does. And, you know, our weekend chef, Steve Wilson, had seen this tailgating truck at the Austin Food and Wine Festival and thought, well, this thing is great, I, you know. And so we did a big package for DFW.com on tailgating in, in the beginning of football season for both the Cowboys and uh, the first home game for TCU. And uh, so Tim gave us a demonstration of his truck, which is really cool. He's um, got all these kind of hydraulics. He can kind of open up uh, right away in like 5, 10 minutes. It doesn't take an hour's worth of setup to start cooking. And he cooked a, a recipe for us. Um, I what think a, we can call him Game Day Game Hens because he doesn't like chicken.
1: So he cooked Cornish hens?
0: <laughs> he, he cooked Game ten, game Hens, yeah. Okay. Uh, he said that you could use chicken, and if you did, you make sure that they were chicken thighs. Apparently he has no chicken on any of his menus at his yeah. restaurants, which was I didn't realize that but it, not flavorful enough for yeah, Tim. he's
1: not satisfied with the quality of chicken. He said that
0: before. Yeah, and so I thought that was that was kind of cool, too. But, he, yeah, he gave us a tour of that. We've got a whole bunch of other sort of things to get you ready for football season, including some recipes from The Weekend Chef. Very easy stuff to do, so if you don't have a cool rig like Tim Love has, which most of us don't. Um, but check out the video of Tim cooking online, and check out the story. And then come back and hear us talk about pizza, right?
1: And uh, pizza and football and everything else. And, and uh, come back and, and um, you know, we'll find out more about good football food.
0: I can't wait to get started on my homework.
1: <laughs> Until next week. I'm Rick Press. I'm Bud Kennedy.
0: with us.